Hi, I'm Lisa Collins, and welcome to today's broadcast of Real Christianity with attorney Mosley Collins. Have you been badly injured? Do you need wise legal counsel, but you don't know where to turn for help? You should call attorney Mosley Collins at 916-444-4444. Mosley Collins has over 26 years of experience as a lawyer dedicated to helping accident victims like you. He knows the struggle you are going through, and he knows how to fight and win your case. If you have been badly hurt, the last thing you need is another bill. That's why if we take your case, there is never a fee until we win. If you've been hurt and need help, call us at 916-444-4444 or visit our website at www.moseycollins.com. Just remember, that's all fours for legal help. And now, I'm proud to present your brother in Christ and my husband, Mosley Collins. Thank you, darling. We have been studying uh, a series called The Seven Secrets of a Joy-Filled Christian Life. And today, we're on subject number four, secret number four. And before I teach on that today, I just want to thank you and tell you what a privilege it is to come into your life, into your car, into your home, and share with you the Word of God. Now, these seven secrets, and I call them secrets because they are things that are not always evident in the life of an everyday Christian. These seven secrets will help us live as Jesus intended us to live. Now the first secret, let's review the first three, and the first secret is, has to do with our priorities. You know, we have many priorities every day. We make to-do lists, things we have to do, either on paper or in our head. So I ask you, what will you seek first to accomplish tomorrow? A project at work? an assignment at school, something around the house or a chore. What will you seek first to do tomorrow? Jesus said in Matthew 6.33, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things will be added to you. So the first secret of a powerful, victorious, joy-filled Christian life is seek God first. Put God first in your life, and he will add all these other things to you. The second secret is something I call continuing daily prayer. Now, I found myself thinking about things and worrying about things from time to time all day long. The Bible encourages us to pray about things. So the second second secret of a joy-filled Christian life is instead of worrying, to pray during the day, short prayers whenever we find ourselves worrying. So instead of worrying, I hope my daughter remembers to get her homework assignment. I might pray, God, watch over my daughter and remind her to get that homework assignment. Now that's a small issue, but it also works for big ones too. So instead of worrying, I hope I don't get Alzheimer's disease or dementia, I might and do instead pray, thank you God that you're protecting me from Alzheimer's and dementia. Instead of worrying, I hope I have the money for the rent We can pray, thank you, God, for sending the money I need for the rent and for everything else. So the second secret of a joy-filled Christian life is on and off during the day to pray when we find ourselves worrying. Now the third secret is simply to give, to give our time and to give our money. You know, we all face problems in this world. 
We all need God's help. In God's plan, when we give to others, God gives to us. Here's what the Bible promises in Psalms 41. Oh, the joys of those who give to the poor. The Lord rescues them when they are in trouble. The Lord protects them and keeps them alive. He gives them prosperity in the land. Do you want prosperity? Then the Bible instructs you to give to the poor and to give to God's work. Now I know it sounds counterintuitive, but it is God's plan for prosperity. His plan for prosperity and good health and long life and blessings in eternity is very simple. It's simply to give, to give your time, to give your money to the poor and to his work. So the third secret of a powerful, blessed Christian life is to give. Now today we're going to discuss the fourth secret of a joy-filled Christian life. Well, what is it? Well, it's something Jesus talked about a lot, but something we rarely think about. The fourth secret is to remember, Jesus might return today. Jesus might return today, this afternoon, tonight at 6 p.m., tonight at midnight, tomorrow at daybreak. Jesus will return, and it could be any time. It could be today. Now that thought flashes through my mind like lightning across the sky. It startles me. It wakes me up from my, from my lethargy and my slumber. Immediately, we can see that there is another reality, a higher, a more powerful reality than what we see with our eyes. It is the world that will unfold forever when Jesus returns. If we don't remember that Jesus is returning and may return today, then every day we wake up and it's just another day. Our minds are filled with the concerns of this world, our jobs, our problems, a fight we may be having with our wife or our husband or our boss or our sister or our coworker or our children. We see the slow and tedious battles we are sometimes engaged in. Things like, I am three years away from graduating from school or in six years the mortgage will finally be paid off or the car paid off, or the credit card paid off, or next year I'll get a 50 cents an hour raise, or three years from now I can quit paying child support, or I'll quit getting child support, or in eight years I can retire, maybe, or in two years I'll get a promotion. These long, drawn-out struggles focus us on this world with all its problems. Then suddenly we remember, we awaken. Jesus is coming back and Jesus may come back today. Then all the long drawn out struggles of this life will fade. As we think of the true reality of suddenly living in eternity, free from all these problems with Jesus. Jesus may return today. Yes, it's true. It's shocking, but it's true. Someone might say, Mosley, I really can't believe that. People have been saying that as long as I can remember. It sounds like make-believe. To that I say, no, you're mistaken. It's real. Don't be a scoffer at the truth of Jesus' return. Here's what the Bible says in 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. Let me read that for you. Most importantly, I want to remind you that in the last days, scoffers will come mocking the truth and following their own desires, they will say, what happened to the promise that Jesus is coming again? From before 
the times of our ancestors, everything has remained the same since the world was first created. These people deliberately forget that God made the heavens by the word of his command, and he brought the earth from the water and surrounded it with water. Then he used the water to destroy the ancient world with a mighty flood. And by the same word, the present heavens and earth have been stored up for fire. They are being kept for the day of judgment when the ungodly people will be destroyed. But you must not forget this one thing, dear friends. A day is like a thousand years to the Lord, and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord isn't being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he's being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. But the day of the Lord will come as unexpectedly as a thief. And that is Second Peter 3, 1-10. So as the Bible instructs us, let us not be scoffers as some are. Let us embrace the wonderful truth that Jesus is returning and Jesus may return today. Let yourself think about that for a minute. How would your life be changed if you knew that at 3 p.m. today, Jesus was returning? What would be important and what would be unimportant if Jesus were returning today, this afternoon at 3 o'clock? What would you be proud of and what would you be ashamed of? What would you start doing and what would you stop doing? If Jesus were returning this afternoon, everything you are doing to help the poor, everything you are doing to win souls for Christ, everything you are doing to assist in his work, that is what would suddenly be so important. If you knew Jesus was returning today, how would you reorganize your life? Now, no one knows when he is returning. Men write books and preach sermons in which they pretend to know when Christ is returning, but they don't know. The day and the hour of his return, Jesus said, no one knows. In Matthew 24, 36, Jesus said, no one knows the day or the hour when these things will happen, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son himself, only the Father knows. Some people will say, I read that this has to happen or that has to happen. All that's incorrect. I tell you truly, there is nothing that prevents Jesus from returning today, if that's the Father's will. Will there be a warning? No, there will be no warning. Will people realize in advance he's coming? No, they won't. Here's what Jesus said in Matthew 24, 37 to 51. When the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in Noah's day. In those days before the flood, the people were enjoying banquets and parties and weddings right up to the time Noah entered the boat. People didn't realize what was going to happen until the flood came and swept them all away. That is the way it will be when the Son of Man comes. Two men will be working together in a field. One will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding flour at the mill. One will be taken, the other left. So you too must keep watching, for you don't know what day your Lord is coming. Understand this, that if the homeowner knew exactly when the burglar was coming, he would keep watch and not permit his house to be broken into. You also must be ready all the time, for the Son of Man will come when he's least expected. Now, Jesus will return, and his return will be unannounced and unexpected. It could be today. It could be tomorrow, and it could be in a thousand years. We don't know. 
It could be today. Are you ready? Am I ready? Just imagine, Jesus may return today. Here's what Jesus said in Matthew 24, 27. As lightning flashes in the east and shines to the west, so it will be when the Son of Man returns. Here's what Jesus said in Matthew 24, 30 to 31. They will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory, and he will send out his angels with the mighty blast of a trumpet, and he will gather his chosen ones from all over the world, from the farthest ends of heaven and earth. When Jesus returns, and he will return, life will be changed completely. Today we live in a world that, even though it was created by Christ, doesn't honor Christ. When he returns, all that will change. Jesus may come today. Are you ready? One key, one secret of a victorious Christian life is to remember every day, today Jesus may return, so I must be ready. Here's a parable Jesus told about being ready every day for his return. Let me read it to you. It's in Matthew 25, 1 through 13. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 bridesmaids who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The five who were foolish didn't take enough oil in their lamps, but the other five were wise enough to take along extra oil. And when the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight they were roused by the shout, Look, the bridegroom is coming! Come out and meet him! All the bridesmaids got up and prepared their lamps. Then the five foolish ones asked the others, Please give us some of your oil because our lamps are going out. But the others replied, We don't have enough for all of us. Go to a shop and buy some for yourself. But while they were going to buy oil, the bridegroom came. Then those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was locked. Later, when the other five bridesmaids returned, they stood outside calling, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he called back, Believe me, I don't know you. So you too must keep watch, for you do not know the day or the hour of my return. We don't know when Jesus is coming back for us. It could be today. It could be tomorrow. Glory to God. We must be ready. I tell you the truth. I wish Jesus would come right now. I wish I could look out this window and see him coming in the clouds of glory and all his angels with him right now with a mighty trumpet blast. It will be so loud it will wake the dead. When Jesus returns for us, I want him to find us living the Christian life. If he were to return right now, he would find me teaching his word and he would find you listening to this message over the radio. How great to be found like that. We can't be drunkards, drug abusers, adulterers because if Jesus returns, we don't want to be found like that. This truth that every new day might be the day Jesus returns should not be a scary thought, but a joyful thought. I hope he comes this afternoon. Oh, how wonderful that would be to leave this fallen world with his betrayals and his heartaches and enter into an eternity, eternity with Jesus to be at his side. You know, this morning I woke up and my first thought was, Jesus might return today. How that filled me with joy. How that chased away all the worries of the day. He's coming back. Glory to God. And it may be at midnight. 
It may be in the morning. It may be at noon. Here's what Jesus said in Mark 4, 13, beginning at verse 34. The coming of the Son of Man can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. And when he left home, he gave each of his servants instructions about the work they should do. And he told the gatekeeper to watch for his return. You too must keep watch, for you don't know when the master of the household will return, in the evening, at midnight, before dawn, or at daybreak. Don't let him find you sleeping when he arrives without warning. I say to you what I say to everyone. Watch for him. Let's take a break. And when I come back, I'll give you my final thoughts because this message is so important. This message that Jesus taught over and over again, it's so, it was so central to his message he brought. We've got to take heed to it. We must pay heed to it. And you know, once you do, once you see the joy of it all, once you think about today, today could be the day, how that transforms you, how that takes the things of this world and how they fade and how we see that the true place we should be looking, the true place we should be watching is for Jesus coming to us, for Jesus coming back to establish his relationship with us face to face. There's nothing greater than that, to be with Jesus. So let's take a break. When we come back, I'll give you my final thoughts. We hope you are enjoying today's message. The Bible encourages us to win people for Christ. Jesus said we should go and share the good news with the lost. But most of us don't go and win people for Christ because we don't know how. Mosey has recorded a message that tells you how to do this step by step. It shows you how to lead others to Christ with the sinner's prayer. This message will teach you the sinner's prayer and show you how to use it to win people for Christ. The sinner's prayer is a simple 19-word prayer that sows powerful spiritual concepts into the hearts of those who pray it with you. Concepts like the Lordship of Christ, the forgiveness of sin, and the receiving of Jesus as Savior. You can use this teaching with your family your friends, and the people you meet to lead them to salvation. To get a free copy of Mosley's teaching on the Sinner's Prayer, just call us at 916-444-4444. Now let's return to today's message. Thank you, darling. Jesus is returning, and it could be today. What a powerful truth that is. And yet, here's what is startling to me. Jesus taught over and over again he would return. The Bible teaches over and over again he will return. It is one of the most consistently taught truths of the New Testament, yet we hardly ever hear it preached. We hardly ever hear it taught. And as a result, we hardly ever think about it. We hardly ever remember he could be coming today. It is a pillar of the Christian faith that Jesus taught yet it is overlooked and forgotten today. So I say to you, grab hold of this powerful truth. Think about it every day. Confess it every morning. It will change your life. It will purify your life. 
Here's what the Bible says in 1 John 3, verses 2 through 3. When Jesus shall return, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And everyone that has this hope in him purifies himself, even as Jesus is pure. Everyone who has this hope in him, everyone who has this truth, everyone who has this pillar of faith purifies himself, even as Jesus is pure. Jesus may return today. Therefore, I can't involve myself in foolish sin. Well, someone may say, suppose you keep thinking Jesus might come today and every day he doesn't come. Will you eventually feel foolish? To that I say, no, not at all. When I put in my heart and in my mind each day that Jesus might be coming that day, I'm doing exactly what Jesus asked me to do. I'm doing exactly what he instructed me to do. I'm watching. I'm ready. My lamp is full of oil. My light is on. I am like a faithful servant who watches each day for his master's return, just like Jesus told me to do. It's the right thing for us to do. So you and I, we will watch every day until either he returns or he calls us home. That is what we plan to do. We're going to keep the faith. We're going to watch every day for his return because that is what Jesus told us to do. For as long as we live until the day we die. Here's what Paul said in 2 Timothy 4, 7-8. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Do you love Jesus? Do you love his appearing, his coming back, his returning? If you do, then know this. God has set aside a crown to give you on that day. It has your name on it. I know Jesus is coming again. That may sound foolish to some who think themselves wise, but it is God's plan. And as the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 1.25, the foolishness of God is wiser than men. I know Jesus may come today. I know that Jesus is coming again, and that comforts me when my heart is troubled. Here's what Jesus said in John 14:1 through 3. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. That's what I want. I want to be where Jesus is. Will you lay hold of this great truth that Jesus taught over and over with me? Will you embrace it and believe it? Will you pray with me right now? Lord Jesus, I receive you as Savior. Remind me you are coming again. Remind me it could be today. And help me be the person you want me to be. I love you, and I'll see you right here next week. Thank you for joining us for today's message. 
A free copy of this message is available to you if you call us at 916-444-4444. Mosley is available to speak at your church or Bible study. There is never a charge for his ministry. He would love to share with your group. You can get more information and you can reach Mosley with your questions and requests by calling 916-444-4444. We'd love to hear from you, so be sure to call. I'm Lisa Collins, and thank you for joining us, and may God bless you.